Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Meatball in the Sock podcast. I, as always, am the Meatball here with, as always, the Sock. That's Country Boy Sock cruising around the cruising the the Vista. Yes, sir, and it's in my Vista cruiser. <laughs> we've got uh, episode seventeen. Plenty of good stuff on the docket, I'm sure. Uh, so, uh, so let's get into it. What's going on, Sam? Good stuff on the docket. Haven't quite came up with anything to be on the docket, but <laughs> yeah. uh, yep, yep, yep. This kind of just rattles right off the dome for you, boy. Um, yeah. Same with me. Yeah. I don't know. I you know, to resist sounding like a beaten drum or whatever broken record. I don't know what the hell you call it, but uh, there's pretty much only one thing on my mind this weekend. It's the fact that it's Memorial Day weekend and COVID-19 has effectively ruined my entire year because I will not be making a drunken journey to the Indianapolis 500 tomorrow. Ooh, yeah. That's that's really upsetting. I, I, I feel about for it a lot. you. I know I talk about it a lot. I'm pretty obsessed with the whole thing, so I won't you know, take up a lot of time, but I am. That's my beef right now. My beef is with COVID because it has ruined the weekend that I cherish the most out of the year. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's brutal, man. I, I honestly, I feel for you. That stinks. And... If, if I'm being honest with you, too, just from uh, driving around the last couple of days, it, the whole thing's got me a little worried, too, because, like, people are just packing restaurants, just packing them. And, oh, yeah, well. And like, I don't want to talk know, about COVID too much because we've really hammered it to death um, at times. And, and to be honest, I'm just frustrated with the whole thing. But I, I am a little worried because, you know, people – I, I kind of expected there to be, like, a little dead period where people – avoided going out even though they could no 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 dude (laughs) places are packed they're packed you know smart people are going to avoid going out different Mm -hmm. places like like i haven't been to a restaurant yet um i haven't been in a public place yet i've been down to the neighbor's house to hang out with people you know right but i still also have not been in a mass social gathering right uh, because i don't have brains (laughs) yeah i i mean you really you got to be a bit of a daredevil to be heading out into these crowds right now i i couldn't do it couldn't be me it's no it's one thing to like talk with my hands completely right now one thing to (laughs) be like okay yeah um social distancing super important i'm gonna do it and then as soon as they lift the restrictions, you're like, put me in a crowded bar. <laughs> yep. You, if you're doing that, you are just as stupid as the people who, actually, you might be more stupid than the people who are like, yeah, f- it, we're not going, we're going everywhere anyways. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Dude, because like, what was the point? What was the point of sitting inside for three months if you're just going to go frolic about with a bunch of other people? You, you might as well have not done it at all. Yeah, and the funny thing, too, is that, you know, like, you go to the grocery store, there's a lot of people wearing masks and stuff like that, but I'm driving past, like, these restaurants with, like, patios that are just filled to the brim, and there's not a single person wearing a mask. I feel like they're all just like, well, you know, I'm surrounded by people anyways. Like, what's a mask going to do? Like, I feel like that's the logic they're using, and it's like, well, all right. I mean, I'm just, you know, maybe, maybe things won't just blow up in our face, and it won't just spike back to really high levels once things are opened up the way they are, I don't know. Maybe they won't get bad again. But 
I've just got this feeling, you know, it it just isn't really sitting well with me. And I just have a feeling that we're going to end up back in the same place we were for the last like two months because people are just really chomping at the bit to get out there for whatever reason. Well, I wonder what brings about that thought process that you're feeling, Ryan. Is it the fact that every pandemic in history has had multiple waves and the second wave is always deadlier than the first one? Or is yeah. it just uh, is it just some gut intuition? I don't know. You know, it it's could a nice be 50-50 of, split. Yeah, you know, could be. But pretty much uh, the fact of the matter is, especially during the wintertime, we're, we're not supposed to even have a, a vaccine until 21. We don't even know if the vaccine is going to work. Yeah. So and by then, who pretty... knows? Who knows if it uh, will even be the same? Uh, I don't really know how to say without sounding like a snob, but who's to say it hasn't mutated by then, and that the vaccine will even work for the type of COVID that's actually no, that's... around by a year from now? See, that's not that's not being a snob, which is what a lot of people are trying to gonna make you sound like <laughs> calling yourself a snob. It's actually just being an informed fucking person <laughs> and not a. <laughs> Being an informed person and not being a moron. Dude, New Zealand is back to school. New Zealand fixed it. Wow. They're good. Well, and I mean, also the fact that we have 300 million morons and they only have like 8 million morons. I don't know how many people live in New Zealand, but... Um, yeah, I have no idea. Really makes you think, though. Uh, it's, that's one of the things, is that that's a big flex this year. I'm, I'm totally stealing a tweet that I saw, but it is. It's a big flex this year to be like, oh, my government uh, cares about its people and we're open again, you know? <laughs> yeah. But nobody nobody here wants to say that, dude. They just want to be like, America's the greatest. We have all the guns and all the pie and all the... Um, mm, yeah, we do. Hell yeah, we live do. In, why would I ever want to live on New Zealand? I don't know. Maybe because they... Uh, have a good government and they care about their people and they have good health care. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, really makes you think. And this is, this is a weekend where I am so especially proud to be in America because of when you go, I'm going to bring it up again. Hi, Kelly. When you go to, I just passed somebody that I know. Oh. Uh, yeah, when, when I go to the 8500, I'm going to bring it up a lot. Don't care. Uh, when I go there, it's um, they have a massive Memorial Day celebration where we honor all the soldiers. And, you know, they do God Bless America, mm -hmm. which just shook me shook me to my core last year. The girl yeah, sang dude. It was awesome. Um, national Anthem, always performed by somebody great, except Aerosmith a while ago when they absolutely messed it up. Mm. <laughs> Typical. Just absolutely. I can tradition. just imagine. I can just imagine. Uh, what's the guy's? What's the lead singer name? Steven Tyler. Is that right? Yeah, Steven Tyler looks like a woman. Yeah, he definitely does. And I could just imagine him doing all kinds of like ad living, so to speak. He did. Like, ah! You know the things he, he does, and I can just imagine it being horrendous. In the national anthem, he replaced. Uh, he he ended it instead of "Home of the Brave." He replaced it "Home of Indianapolis 500." <laughs> and, and people were like are you kidding me uh, yeah <laughs> very interesting <laughs> oh, yeah man. definitely a bold move but you know that those kind of things make me proud to be an american and live in this country but things where 
people are so selfish that they don't even want to wear a mask into a grocery store. That really makes me disappointed that we have people like that in our country. Yeah, I would agree with that. And, and while we're on the topic, we might as well just say, you know, uh, to all the people that have served and thank you for your service. Uh, obviously, this isn't a very serious podcast. We like to, to make the jokes, be silly. Uh, basically not a, a serious bone in the entire body of this podcast, but you know, like it's a very important day. You know, I feel like most people just see it as like, Oh, here's a three day weekend. That's sweet. Uh, but you know, for a lot of people, it's a serious day. You know, it's, it's a tough day to get through. So, uh, you know, thinking of those people praying for those people, if, if that's your thing, uh, you know, just keep them in mind on Memorial day and yeah, you know, have respect for the people that gave you the freedom to do whatever you want, you know? Yeah, like, it's very nice to live in a country where to say, no, I'm not going to wear a mask and then go on Facebook and act like a total freaking idiot. Um, (laughs) Right. Instead of instead of being like, oh, hey, uh, you go to the hospital and you're like, hey, I'm not feeling good. And they're like, oh, he's got COVID. They shoot you. That's what they did in North Korea. Oh. Wow. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, it was, didn't you see the thing on North Korea where it was like <laughs> one reported uh, illness and then it was like zero, <laughs> like 10 minutes later? <laughs> I did not see that. But that's Maybe like, that was a joke. Maybe that I was mean, a joke. But in all seriousness, think... it could be a joke, but that's also probably like the mo- most North Korean thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, you got COVID? Or... Take this guy out back. We've got zero <laughs> cases of COVID. Confirmed. Like the like the dictator when he just <laughs> yeah just like yeah I know I know exactly thing. what you're doing yeah <laughs> uh, that's great and you know there's just there's certain things like also taps is beautiful the 21 gun salute mm-hmm. that's beautiful love to see it my uncle got a 21 gun salute at his funeral it was fantastic it's just those are real good American things man yes. I could not agree more. And I'll also say that the the national anthem nothing fires me up more than the national anthem. I'll just be I'll just be completely honest about it. There's executive producer Neil forgot his phone. He is back and now he's leaving again. Uh uh what was I saying? Oh yeah, national anthem. The national anthem. Absurd, yeah. dude. When I'm at a football game and the national anthem starts, you know, they really get into it. They hit that last mm, 20 seconds or so, and then you got, like, fighter jets fly over the stadium. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm, like, I'm ready to run through a brick wall. I oh, yeah. There's nothing like it. I don't know what it is about the National Anthem, but it's always gotten me fired up. <laughs> you, Dude, you're not at a big enough sporting event if there's not a flyover. That, yeah. If there's not some B-52 bombers going over my head, dude, that jacks me up. The dude. national anthem, and as it's ending, those things are—they fly over, dude. I'm ready to go. Yeah, dude. What's the uh, the one like the stealth bombers will go? Like you can see it for like forever. Like you can see it coming, yeah. but you can't yeah. even hear it till it's like on top of you. That's the most yeah. absurd thing I've probably ever experienced. Oh yeah, the stealth bombers are sweet. Oh yeah, they, very sweet, dude. I mean, but. And now here's here's what brings me into another beef talk, which Uh-oh. also in, involves some people that I see at the 500. So when <laughs> when all this is when while all this pageantry for the military is going on, there is also um, a 
rave concert going on, the Snake Pit, in the infield. Okay. And I have no qualms with the Snake Pit. I think the Snake Pit is awesome because it brings in really cool DJs. Like Marshmallow was there, Skrillex was there, uh, like Martin that, Garrix. That's weird. I feel like that doesn't mesh with with racing. It really mm. doesn't. But for some reason, it for some reason there's just a giant party and like the most debaucherous part of the track where like you know there there really isn't any stands. It's kind of dead space. So they're like, eh, why don't we just put a bunch of people there? You know. Yeah. So it draws. It draws fans, and I think that's really cool, and it drives up ticket sales. But the one problem I have with these people is that they're so focused on the concert that mm. they don't understand what's going on around them. During the national anthem or taps, they'll just be walking and talking and da 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 da, da. And oh, I'm just like, that. hey. It, oh, yeah. they Nobody stops. And people that I sit with are – some of them were in the military and it's kind of funny, but also it's like, whoa, you like, dude, just kind of stop and just stop and reflect because they're yelling at him. Like, stop walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like about to, about to go like a couple more beers. And they're about to go down there and beat you up, dude. Like, right. Cause this is, you gotta know that it's Memorial day weekend. And at some point, you know, it's just like, how do you have that disconnect? I feel like those people right. have that disconnect going into the, when they're talking about COVID and they don't understand, they have the disconnect. It's not even that they're not smart enough, which they're probably not to understand, but just you got to be connected, you know, yeah. to what's going on around you. I don't know how you how you like haven't learned that at some point, you know? I feel like from, they a, have... from a young age, it's like, oh, National Anthem's going, you know, shut your mouth, you know, take your hat off if you got one on, that kind of stuff. Be respectful. But see, that's what you say when you're raised by good parents. Yeah, which, that's true. I don't know what the, these people's situations are, so I can't really judge. I would say that you were raised by good parents, and but the like you have to be, I think you have to be at least eighteen, maybe even twenty-one to get into the snake pit, uh, oh. because it's like it's like sponsored by Coors Light. It's like the Coors uh, Light snake yeah, pit yeah. or something like that. So you might even have to be twenty-one. So by the age that you're able to drink, you should be able to make your own decisions. And whether you're raised by good parents or not, you should know that when you hear the national anthem, you should stop walking. Right. And you should put your hands behind your back at least. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, and just look around. I mean, notice that you're like one of maybe like ten people out of the entire crowd that's there that's still moving around and talking. Yeah, (laughs) and like stop it. It's like what thirty seconds, a minute, minute and change. I mean, just stop it. I'm pretty sure that they stop the like, like they have like, a break for the ceremony, you know, in the actual concert area. But there's still just a horde of people that are still walking there and not like stopping and listening. Right, know? right, yeah, yeah, it makes sense. But yeah, that's a very frustrating thing. I tell you what, I'm looking forward to eating a nice hot dog or three. Oh yeah, at a yeah. minor league baseball game on a summer that night. Could be. Oh well. Yeah, I mean that's the way to do it. Although, you know, maybe maybe go on a, a promotion night so you're not spending like four dollars for a hot dog at a minor league baseball game. But you know, only one of those. You know what? And if you want to go to a baseball game, which I mean, technically by the rules of the road, when they allow fans into stadiums, you can't go into a stadium. I'm not even going to judge somebody for going into a stadium when you're allowed to go into a stadium, unless you're like. You know, just don't pack near people. I'm not saying that you can't go into a restaurant either. It's just like, hey, don't pack into it. If you're packing into it, 
you're still a moron. If you're packing into a baseball stadium, still a moron. Okay. <laughs> right. But if, like you pick a you pick a game. This is a good. Idea. Like, uh, sorry, social distancing. Uh, get away from my seats. Right. <laughs> just kind of just yourself spread out, and yeah. I tell you what, I'm thinking about like football season, and you know if they do choose to do you know like half the stadium, which has been talked about, you know like ha- only have like half the tickets. I mean, I wouldn't be complaining, dude. As as a thick man. I would no, be totally quite all right sense. with that extra butt space. Yeah. Um, I th- exactly. I'm trying to, I think I think the Steelers are already like doing something where they're only putting half of their tickets on sale. Something well, like that. Uh, well, do the Steelers even sell half their stadium anyways? <laughs> I don't know. Hard to say. Probably not. Bunch of bums over I there. Wouldn't, I, w- I wouldn't think so. Uh, but I mean, yeah, I, I think you're going to see a lot more of that in general. Just, uh, you know, I think a lot of teams are going to start doing just half their tickets. I feel like that's what's going to end up happening. It's either no fans or at least half the fans. Like there's n- I don't see a scenario where everybody's there. And, right. you know, I don't even know that I'd want to go to a game if everybody was packed in at this point. There's too many goofballs just... out there. <laughs> and it just like it, it would feel weird, like. You go through you, especially since you know I consider us to be a little more educated than the general public. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd like to think so. Not snobbish. I mean, you can call me a snob for saying that, but it's true. I am smarter than the general public. Yeah. Um, Freaking genius. But like, if you're going to, um, sorry, I'm crossing a intersection right now. That's all right. I, actually, I also lost my train of thought. So. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's fair. Pretty much, pretty much what I'm saying is I wouldn't feel comfortable crowding into a place with a bunch of people. Yeah. I, and honestly, like I said, when I was driving past these restaurants, I mean, it's been, uh, what, like two months before this, like all these places have opened back up. It's been about two months since they've been closed, really. So, like, I'm driving yeah. by these same places and they're just, you know, closed. There's not a car in the parking lot. Everything's like shut up. You know, all the chairs upside down on tables. Like, there's nobody there, period. And to drive past today on a beautiful day and see these places overflowing with people, it, it was almost like sh- I was shell-shocked, basically. See, but that, that doesn't even seem like they're abiding by the rules that are set by the like state because I feel like you shouldn't be allowed to be overflowing right now. And that I thought Liquor Patrol was shutting down places that are overflowing. I had heard that, and I don't really know what the rules are, to be honest. I actually know for a fact that Liquor Patrol shut down a bar in Toledo. Uh, ooh. Yeah, that's brutal. Like, that, imagine how brutal that would be to be out of business for however long, and then you finally come back, you know, you're bumping it. Probably, I mean, if there's that many people there, you're making some good cheese. And, like, one day later, it's like, oh, you didn't follow the rules, you're closed. <laughs> I mean, that would suck. And that would suck, but also it's kind of funny. It's like, hey, dude, finally you're getting some kind of, like... Uh, you're being held accountable for what you're doing if you're not going to follow health codes, you know? Yeah. You people, yeah. dude, people have been walking around thinking, well, I don't have to social distance. I don't have to do this, this, this. When the restaurant's open, I'm going to be there. But listen, there's rules to these bars and restaurants, dude. How hard is it, dude, for, for 20 years and 364 days, 
a bouncer would look at me and say, you can't come into this bar simply because I'm not old enough. How right. hard is it to get a bouncer there to say, or a couple bouncers to be like, yeah. you guys need to be in your seats. Here's the waitresses. We will get you the beer. We'll bring it to your table. We'll bring your food to your table. And once we hit this capacity, nobody else can come in. It's really not rocket science. Right. Seems pretty straightforward, but, you know, I don't know. People like to do what they like to do, you know? They like to just do their own thing. And that's America. You get to do whatever you want here, which is true. You do. But also, got to be a little, you know, got to be some rules, you know? We're not an anarchist state. It's true. Uh, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> all right. I think we got our we got our uh, updated Corona stuff out of our system, um, uh, so we might as well move on. And sure. I don't know what that something else is, but I'm thinking since you decided to start going through the top 500 albums again, we could just do a brief rundown of the ones that uh, yeah. we've. Well, I'm trying to think. Whatever, whatever ones I talked about a few shows ago, up through. Uh, like the Stone Roses, we could just talk through the last I'm, few I'm, since I'm then. I'm pretty sure I passed you. If you haven't listened to your rhythmics, I passed you. I listened to that and um, the one right after it, the uh, Al- okay. Alfred King, something King? Albert. Albert. Albert King, yeah. I listened um, to those two this morning, so I'm, I'm crushing well, it. Yeah. Um, good, good. Well, if we're going to start there, um, the White Stripes are after... No, no, no. Yeah, the yeah, White yeah, Stripes are yeah. after I just the pulled Stone the list Roses. up, too, so we're, we're good. I'll keep you on track. So, the White Stripes... Uh, my opinion, um, I'm not a huge fan of that album. I like it, and mm-hmm. it's, you know, like, obviously it's there for a reason. There's a lot of good guitar riffs and chords. Um, right. But I, I'm just not a huge fan of it, that that type overall, I guess. Yeah, I actually now, 100% later, agree with you. Later in the list... When we get to Elephant, Seven Nation Army comes on. Obviously, that's a banger. Mm-hmm. And Jack White makes hits. It just, you know, it's not my favorite album. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I like a lot of White Stripes songs. And there are a few on this album that I really enjoy as well. But for the most part, yeah, I agree with you. It's it's not my favorite White Stripes album. Uh, yeah. But, you know, it's not bad. It's not, it's not the worst White Stripes album I've ever heard. But it's not the best. I think my favorite song on that, White Blood Cells, that first one on the list is uh definitely i think i i think i smell a rat <laughs> oh yeah that I was love that a good song. one um yeah i'm trying to think which other ones were on there it's been a few weeks since i've listened to it now or yeah a couple of weeks and then he goes wah, wah, wah. i love that <laughs> yes that one and, and just the title it you know it got me thinking obviously Where? Where am I? Rats. I uh, actually am like I'm like in a different town, and I actually don't know where I am. But that's oh okay. But yeah, fell, fell in love oh with the girl is a good one too. Uh, and I'm trying uh, to think of what else was on there. But yeah, not not bad, not bad. Not bad. And then um, so we can just go right into the next one was Boss Gags yeah. by <laughs> Boss Gags. Very creative. I, I really like Boss Gags. I, I honestly I had no idea. Uh, I've heard of Boss Gags, but I wasn't really sure what... I couldn't tell you what genre this music was that I heard. It was like a mixture of a few different things, which, you it's know, like, it wasn't bad. It's like bluesy white people R&B. Yeah. There were like Blues. definitely some country elements to it, I thought, as well. Like some yeah. older country elements. And I, you know, 
not bad. It's not bad. You know, it's not something I would I would go out of my way to listen to, but I had no issue listening to it. Right. Yeah. Um, I agree. Uh, good song on that album is uh, Loan Me a Dime. I really like that one. Mm-hmm. It's long. It's like 12 minutes. But uh, Oh, yeah. I remember this- that one especially because I'm pretty sure I was... Uh, I was listening to it before I got on Xbox. My buddies were waiting for me, and I said, hold on, like I'm just going to crush these last couple of songs on this album. And I'm pretty yeah. sure like the last two songs combined were like 20 minutes. So Yeah, they were. <laughs> the album The album is like so quick, and then all of a sudden, it's the last two songs are about, yeah, 20 minutes combined, like you said. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't know where that came from. I'm like, okay. Boss right. Gags is just going to just play for another few hours, apparently. Jeez. Uh, which one's after that? Uh, after that was Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> Give oh, it Bonnie up, Raitt. dude. Yeah. Um, you know, classic female country, which doesn't uh, correlate to my favorite genre of music once again. But she's got some good songs on there. Uh, yeah, this, this was a tough one for me. I And uh, even my mom, like I told her, how I'm listening to these albums. I told her like, Oh yeah, the one I'm listening to right now is Bonnie Raitt. And she was like, what? like gross. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, it's, it's, it's not my favorite. And for those of you that out there that, you know, you're big Bonnie Raitt people, which, you know, I, I don't know how many of their, the people that yeah. are probably listening to this are big Bonnie Raitt. Yeah, people, but indeed, so. Yeah. I, you know, again, like I could listen to it, but, it I didn't really enjoy it. I don't even know who it is. Okay. Uh, you know, she's like I said, she's got a couple songs. It's not really one that I like to listen to over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, they're okay, uh, yeah. There were there were one or two where I was like, Okay, this is not bad. Like I could right. listen to this song. And well, I don't she's got remember. another one on there, so just gear up for it. Oh, fantastic. I was hoping to hear that. What uh, was after that one? After that one we had oh, MGMT, which I, I felt like I got put in like a time machine and got spit back out in freshman year of high school. That's such a banger. The whole album. The whole album is so good. Whole and album. Very nostalgic. Like I just could picture so many different memories that I have just from listening to this album. Uh I mean, yeah, awesome. I'm honestly kind of surprised that it's in this list. Uh, as much as why? I like it, I it's just it's weird to me that of all the albums they could have added from the 2000s, it's it's fascinating to me that that's one that's on the list. Not to say it's well, not deserving. I'm just kind of surprised by it. I think it was very high-selling and very innovative. Yeah. I mean, that that's very true. I'm, I'm pretty sure it was like two, two college kids or MGMT, right? They just kind of made this out of nothing, and it, it slapped. I yeah. mean, you, yeah. I bumped kids over and over again. Oh yeah, dude. There's, gosh, what? Time to pretend's a really good one. Uh, there's a third one on there that I really like too, besides Kids and Time to Pretend, and I can't think of it right now. I mean, I can't think of the time, but they had to it. Like they had to have influenced, you know, pretty much every alternative band that tries to use a synthesizer after that. Oh, it was uh, Electric Feel was the other one that I was thinking. Yeah, Electric Feel. Just, just like, very good. All right. All, all like, um, I, f- 
feel like I want to say they influenced like all EDM after that. I mean, yeah, any kind of, I, I can any see any kind it. of dance music. There's definitely like different, uh, different little aspects of their music that I could see inspiring EDM. That makes a lot of sense to me. So whether it's yeah. true or not, I'm going to give you credit for that. Um, I appreciate that. Yeah, you're you're welcome. <laughs> What's after that? And after that was, uh, uh, it was Wilco, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Stank. Yeah, I and I really wanted to hear your thoughts on it because this one was the one so far through. Well, I think what nine albums I've listened to, this was the one that I really struggled. Like I, I just had it on, and it was so boring sounding. Like ah oh my gosh, I didn't even know what to do. I. I couldn't even tell you a single song from this album because every song that came on, I instantly thought to myself, who listens to this? <laughs> <laughs> I know, dude. Like, it's, it's, they don't really um, amp it up anywhere. It's just very slow, very, you know, it's not totally unbearable to listen to. But it's like, how do you listen to an hour of this? How is this? Oh, my. People, I know. Dude, I read. I read reviews on it, and they were like, this is a near-perfect album. This is so, like... Oh, dude, I know. know. So I innovative. Like, and I was like, what's the innovative part? The fact that it stinks? <laughs> I mean, something so bad that people are like, wow, this is new. <laughs> like, it was horrible. I hate it. I don't know. I really I really couldn't tell you. Yeah, I, I do not like it. Yeah, that one absolutely it's, stunk. That was the only one... Like, even Bonnie Raitt, like, I could get behind some of the songs, but this one... Nah, dude. There was not a single song where I was like, oh, okay, this is okay. Nah. Every single one made me just want to go down to the cupboard and just, like, chug a gallon of bleach or something, dude. Horrible. Horrible. Uh, next one was, <laughs> was uh, and we tweeted about this, was uh, Touch by Eurythmics. And Love it. Yeah, it was good, dude. It was good. And honestly, could not have been more 80s. No, no. There is absolutely nothing more 80s or even uh, it, it's a European band, obviously, Eurythmics. I think they're. I just know Analytics is in the band. Or yeah, she's one uh, of the but two. The whole band is European. Absolutely nothing more 80s European. Euro, Euro oh, 80s. Dude, absolutely nothing more. Absolutely nothing more. I can only imagine what they were wearing on stage. Their hair had to have been in lightning bolt zigzag patterns absolutely and they were wearing um like red or bright purple and spandex. their clothes like, spandex or their clothes were extremely boxy oh yeah that too or like boxes or bubbles were all over their bodies they they definitely had shoulder pads oh yeah 100 percent. and outrageous skirts that look like an upside down martini glass <laughs> yes yes uh dude i mean yes. <laughs> i think if if you can't tell that this album's from the 80s i feel like there's like three options for you you're either one like an infant and you've never heard music before and you're like oh what's the 80s b you i mean somebody like hit you in the head with a baseball bat and you forget everything or you got your mind wiped by like aliens or something and you forget the 80s entirely or or C, you're you're just an uncultured sack of garbage, dude. I don't really know what else to say. I, you, it's the most dude, eighty sounding thing I've heard on this list. You you could be deaf and look at that, Bill. Like even the album cover is so eighties. Oh yeah, dude. It's so nuts. But 
banger after banger on that album. You could pretty much sing along the whole thing. And, um, you know, I tweeted this out on the on our Twitter. But, dude, it's literally um, it, it's the Seinfeld theme song in multiple different remixes. That's so spot on too. <laughs> you when could I saw take, that tweet, I laughed out loud because it's it's so perfect. That's so you true. Take, you take the Seinfeld theme song and then blindfold me. You play that and then play that and then play any part of that album where they're not singing, where Annie Lennox isn't singing. Yeah. And I I can't tell you which is what. <laughs> yep, couldn't tell you. Is this, you say, is this the Seinfeld theme song or is this part of Touch by the Eurythmics? Yeah. I would have no idea. There'd be no way of knowing, basically. Nope. <laughs> All right. So then we, well, that brings us to number 491. So slowly but surely, making it through the list. This is the last one that I've listened to fully. Uh, it's Albert King's Born Under a Bad Sign. And I actually really messed with this album. I messed with it. Messed with it real good. It was nice. Oh, yeah. It's no, it's fire, especially the title song "Born Under a Bad Sign." Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Yeah, it's very nice. I it's the first one that comes on when you pop the album on, and I was just like, "Wow, this is a good start." No idea who this dude was, but it was very nice. I did a little research and found out that him, BB King, and some other guy whose last name is King were like the I like the King something or others for blues music, maybe just the Kings hard to say i mean uh, they are the kings of blues music i mean it's it, it just like dude i don't know i don't know about you but for me you can put on the blues and if it's if it's one of those guys or i mean did elvis really is elvis considered a blues singer i don't think so maybe okay, he has some good, songs cause... that are a little more bluesy than others but i feel like he's more more rock and roll is or like like those guys are like john lee hooker I'm pretty sure he's. Uh, maybe, yeah. I think so, but you throw those guys on, and it's just like, ooh, it's a vibe automatically. Yeah, and you know what's funny too is, and it wasn't as much with uh, this one, but with the BB King album, like the stereotypes of like blues music, so prevalent. Just like saying you have the blues, and then going, ah, I got the blues over and over again. Hilarious. Probably. I never realized. Baby, at least fifty times. Oh yeah, who would have thought? I never thought it was like legit like that. It's like it's not actually them talking physically talking about having the blues over and over again. But uh, the BB King oh, album it, in particular, he he mentioned quite frequently that he had the blues, and I found that to be very interesting. <laughs> he does, yeah. He says it all the time. All the time. I mean, that's got to be pretty easy to write music, you know. Or at least songs. I mean, half your lyrics I mean, yeah. are pretty much taken up. You know, you're either saying "baby" or saying "I've got the blues" repeatedly. It's, it makes things a little easier. But then you just gotta, you know, play a nice soulful guitar for the next five minutes, and you're good. Yeah, I like BB King a lot, um, but I love Muddy Waters. Oh yeah, Muddy Waters will just wail about how he has the blues. Yeah, it's dude. awesome. <laughs> he's fantastic but yeah so that's where we are on this list of 500 sam's already done it but he's going through it with me and he if anything he's pushed me to you know keep going through it uh you know because he caught up to me and i i couldn't help but you know get back in front of him squeeze in front of him a little bit because 
I was getting frustrated yeah. with that. Well, Didn't some like of them, it. some of them are like forty minutes long, and they're pretty easy to get through. But like, we're gonna hit, we're gonna hit some stops, some compilation albums that are gonna be well over four hours long. Yeah, and, um, and they can take those and shove them. As far as I'm listen, concerned, I like James Brown just as much as the next guy. I love hearing him do his little scats or whatever mm-hmm. he does. Um, but listening to James Brown for four hours is kind of tough. Yeah. That I, I can imagine listening to anything for four hours is tough. Yeah. And exactly. Yeah. So I guess we might as well just, just continuously pop out many reviews of all these albums. The ones up on the list next would be, we've got some ZZ top, some kiss, some Husker do, which we've kind of talked about. Don't really want to listen to that. Just based off what you guys have said. <laughs> Uh, some Cindy Lauper, Earth, Wind, and Fire, all that good stuff. We got some good ones coming up, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, yeah. The the 400s are a little tough, I think. Yeah. <laughs> they don't start being consistent bangers until um, maybe like the 200s. Oh, that's that's reassuring. <laughs> maybe the 300s that's maybe good yeah 300s, only but... 300 more albums to go <laughs> like late late 300s they start to be consistent bangers okay that's not um bad. but the 400s are a little tough to get through it's hit or miss i yeah. i feel like at this point they're just putting in more albums that have some sort of impact on their genre more so than just like hey this album's actually really good yeah pretty much yeah it's like you know what that's how it is take your impact and stuff it up your butt. I don't want to. I don't want it. I, I don't want it. Just give me good music. I don't. I don't need to hear some garbage album just because. Oh well, it had a lot of impact on the genre. Like who cares? I don't. But that's my beef. And and also, I don't know if you know this, but so I, I kind of did a little bit of research on the albums. Like the list, I guess I should say, not the albums, but so they obviously they made an original list. Right. And I'm curious as to what got bumped off the list for some of the newer albums. Um, and I, I mean, you can look at it. Right. So here's you the thing see. is that I didn't put that much research in it. I looked it up and it said that the original list was like from 03 or something like that. And yeah. instantly I was like, well, wait a second. I just listened to the MGMT album, which is definitely after that. What happened here? Did some more research. They updated the list in like 2012, maybe? Yeah. And I think they changed, I don't know how many albums, like somewhere like 14 to 20 of them were different, or new ones, something like that. And I thought to myself, well, I wonder which ones got the boot, because I feel like that's that's hard. I feel like they didn't just boot the lat, like the the bottom 14 out. I feel like they were picking and choosing, you know? But who knows? Hard to say. I, I need yeah. someone to get on that, and I need it to be you, Sam, because I don't want to do it. Um, well, I mean, I would if I wasn't driving around. You know, I could look that up. But, I mean, since you are probably more than likely sitting right next to a laptop, uh, yeah, I, know. I think I'm you already, could. I'm already typing it into a search. Okay. Sounds good. Well, while Ryan's talking, typing that into a search, um, I don't know. Maybe I'll do some shameless plugs. Yeah, go ahead, dude. All right. Um, I haven't mentioned him in a while, but uh, Griffin McDonald is the lead singer of The Outset. And uh, he's just a good musician out of Toledo, Ohio. Mm-hmm. 
So give them a listen. Um, he, oh, uh, head of the party planning committee, Ian, would like to call in sometime with beef talk. He won't give me any idea of what his beef is. Oh, was that what he was saying on Instagram? Yeah. And he didn't tell you what he had beef about? <laughs> no, he just said he's got beef and that it like needs to be heard fresh, which means it's definitely going to piss me off. <laughs> I wish we could call him right now, but you're on the uh, the call-in option right now. I know. I, I, I guess know. you could add him to the call. I think it's your call. I'd love to hear what he has to say. Well, we're not going to do that right now because I don't have that technology. But one of these days, we will get Ian called in to figure it out. Um, mm. I'm trying um, to see... I, this this is this is garbage. They're not helping me at all. Ryan, just get on Wikipedia. And look I up. am, and they're not telling me which one's got the boot. New list contained 38 albums not present in the previous one. 38. Wow, that's higher than I expected, even though I've read this before. <laughs> I don't understand why they can't just tell me who got the boot. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, this this is pointless. Thanks, thanks a lot, Wikipedia. You've done nothing. Jeez, dude, that's a lot, dude. Nah, and I knew this was gonna happen too. I I talked about this before I even started the list. Eleven Bob Dylan albums. That's a lot. Yeah, I mean Bob Dylan really rocked it in the '60s, but his albums from like the '90s and 2006 that's on there, uh -huh. uh, they're definitely only on there because his name is Bob Dylan. Ugh, gosh. Yeah. Which I, isn't even his name. It's Bob Zimmerman. Yep. Robert Zimmerman. Wow. A lot of... Jeez. Uh, if I, I need to do some math right here. Like, this, <laughs> the names of the people that have, like, multiple albums on here probably makes up, like, a, a third of the list. This is a ton of, a ton of people with multiple albums. <clears throat> I mean, three of Kanye's albums kicked off some other ones. Yeah, I was just going to say, I, I can see three Kanye albums are on here. I don't have beef with that. I love Kanye. Oh, yeah, I do too. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, and now it's even more painful seeing that there's all these albums on here. All these artists are just, like, churning out content for this list. Meanwhile, I'm listening to freaking Bonnie Raitt and uh, Wilco. Good God. Yeah, but at least, I mean, that Wilco album was their fourth oh. one. So uh, at yeah. least it's the only one on there. I can't believe it, dude. How? Who thought that was innovative? That that just drove me nuts when I saw that review. I saw that exact same review that you probably saw. It was a daring yeah. and innovative album or something like that. And I was like, get out of here. This album stinks. Uh, but I won't beat that dead horse. Wilco, you stink. I'm just going to say it. Uh, oh, I got to say, um, I will say something that uh, TikTok is growing on me ever since I started blocking all the horny teenagers. Oh, yeah. Is it? Yeah, it, it is. Like now, now I'm actually seeing, you know, some funny stuff on there. Some some good memes um, that that entertain me. I'm no longer seeing uh you know, some just seventeen-year-olds making absolutely absurd comments. So yeah, that's that's very true. That's good, at least. That's good, at least. Yeah, I I can't get into it because they're vulgar. Of course, and, yeah. You know, 
yeah, understand, of course. These, these kids got no filter these days, you know? They really don't. Yeah. They have no filter. I tell you what, I wouldn't have said half the things they're saying when I was a young man like that. Ridiculous. And I, uh, I really don't even want to talk about the same stuff that we've been talking about with TikTok, but it's so hard not to because every I, the same thing happens every night. You know, like, it'll be late, and I'm just trying to do something before I fall asleep, fall asleep, and just pop on TikTok, skim it for five, ten minutes, who knows. And the amount of TikToks I see where people... I've noticed lately that, like, everybody on TikTok that dances does, like, three moves. Over and over, well, and over yeah, again. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, how's this dancing? How's this entertainment? Why do people copy everything? I don't understand. It the whole thing makes no sense to me. I I'm I'm officially I'm I think we've swipped swipped. Swipped. Switched. I'm gonna say swapped. Because I think swapped. that's what I wanted to say. And I meant I mixed switched and swapped. I swapped positions with you basically. You're more okay with it now, and if anything I've just I, makes you me know, violently ill. I was quite sick of it until I got rid of all the actual dancing. You know, there's very little dancing on my How do I make now. it stop? That's what I, I want to know. Pretty sure you just... Do I have to start to blocking us. people? Listen to, how, listen to how old we are. Um, I, I just hold down on the video and I click not interested in all the horny teenagers dancing. You can do that? Yeah, you can. That's very or anybody, really anybody dancing that I see. There are some dancing videos that I'm like, oh, that was cool. Yeah, uh, there's, but, and it's so funny because you can tell who's like legitimately a good dancer and who's one of these people that just mm-hmm. like, duh, oh, or like, I'm gonna clap my hands in front of me. I'm gonna do. I I don't know the names of any of these moves, so there's no point in me describing them. But there's like three moves that they just repeat over and over and over in every routine, if you want to even call it that. And it's like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But there are. There are people that are legitimate dancers that actually do, like, a good dance routine to certain things. And I think, oh, that's cool. Very cool. Very nice. Yeah. Proud of you. Mm-hmm. Sam, have you started watching The Sopranos yet? No. (sighs) What's mad with you? Well, you know, this week has been taken up by um, me reliving all the old 500s that I loved Mm, and watching those. Um, and you know, getting very sad, but, uh, what else have I watched lately? Oh, what do you think of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I might watch those. Well, I've seen probably 30 minutes of the first one when I was a young kid and I fell asleep and I've never seen one since. Interesting. Yeah. Cause you know, I think Johnny Depp's a good actor and I think those movies are entertaining. I'm pretty sure I saw the first one a long, long time ago. And, um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I, it's one of those movies that I don't know, man. When I sit down and think like, oh, I'm sure those are good. It's similar to like Harry Potter to me. Where like, it's got a big cult following. There's a lot of people that say like, oh, these movies are really good. And I don't think you can say Harry Potter has a cult following. It's got a following. I don't know. I mean, it's they're got both, a following. They're both they both have followings. Forget cult following. They're both very popular. I think a cult following is when it's like not really mainstream. Yeah, popular, like, hot, like Hot Rod's got a cult following. Hot Rod, yeah, big time cult following. Yeah, me included in that cult. I, I'm in that cult. <laughs> yeah, I love Hot Rod. <laughs> that's, that's a hilarious movie. I cannot believe that 
dude, like I think SNL movies don't normally perform very well, which is crazy because and then how they do you just watch go S- off on like yeah on movies and streaming services and whatever now. But they're, they're so funny. Like, yeah. I feel like those um, movies do great after like being produced like dvds vhs back in the day is there a red out going on those. is there a what are the bloods are the bloods in town what the heck dude these <laughs> two girls walk i just drove past these two girls they're wearing only red like head to toe wow very interesting i mean yeah, Matt, maybe i mean they are i don't even remember what i was gonna say oh pirates of the caribbean harry potter i think about watching them and i'm just like uh I know they're good. I've heard they're good. Plenty of people have told me they're good. But I, when I, when it comes down to it, I sit down. I'm just like, nope, don't really want to watch it. Just can't do it. Don't really want to. <sighs> yeah. And you need to watch yeah. The Sopranos. Me and executive producer Neil are just crushing The Sopranos right now. Absolutely slammed through the first season. You know, we hit a little snag, and then we just ripped through the rest of the first season uh, in the last few days, really. I and, feel like I was oh, honest. I feel like I was on a show, and I up oh, those guys are waist deep in the river fishing. That is definitely didn't have like definitely didn't have overalls on either. They literally were just wearing shorts and t-shirts and were fishing waist deep in the river. That's anyways. Things like that don't happen in the city, Sam. I can tell you that much for sure. Yeah, but you know what? There's you don't get that calming piece of being in the country. Now I'll tell you what, absolutely it's nice being here. It's very peaceful in my small town, but um you know what's not nice is listen to my dog bark his ass off every mm. six seconds. Every time anything happens. Yeah. That's that's, that's brutal. I have you tried I don't know, making him stop? Like say, Hey, stop that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I've tried. Well, I mean, you've done all you can do then. I don't really know. I know. I know I have. Uh, oh, actually, yeah, we're we're pretty good on time if you want to close her out. All right, cool. Make sure to like, rate, and subscribe. And, um, yeah, tell your friends. Yeah, tell your friends. I really need to go to the bathroom. So uh, I'll see you guys on Thursday. <laughs> yeah, Thursday. Sure. Great. See yous.